Today is Monday, December 5th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Uncommon Goods, your secret weapon to make holiday shopping stress-free, where you can shop a huge selection of meaningful, unique gifts by small, independent businesses. While many Americans were mourning the elimination of the U.S. from the World Cup on Saturday, our former president and tantruming overlord took to his Truth Social account to falsely slight election fraud as a reason to terminate, wait for it, the Constitution. Here's the context. This particular rant was a reaction to Elon Musk's decision to release information about Twitter and how the company had a role in limiting access to a New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop three weeks before the 2020 election. Twitter said that it blocked the story, as they do many stories, because of a company policy on hacked and stolen materials. Not to mention the fact that the sourcing of the New York Post story was so sketchy that even Fox News turned down reporting on it at the time. But back to the main headline about the Constitution. Trump used this very old news about Hunter Biden's laptop to claim that Twitter's suppression of this story amounts to massive and widespread fraud, and therefore, quote, allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. So you agree, there are rules and regulations in the Constitution. Speaking of trying to throw out election results, Attorney General Merrick Garland announced that the DOJ is seeking access to all of the interviews and evidence that has been collected by the January 6th committee. According to committee chair Benny Thompson, not only will the DOJ see all this evidence, but the public is about a month away from seeing the committee's evidence too. This all sounds good, but I don't see why the DOJ didn't ask for this months ago if their plan was to just copy the committee's entire final project. Whatever the motivation, the DOJ is clearly striving for a good end-of-year performance review because they also announced last week that they have both reached an agreement and filed a new complaint with the city of Jackson, Mississippi over mismanagement of its water system. For context, the water in the city of Jackson has been undrinkable since August, when flood damage at a water plant left 150,000 of the city's primarily black residents without water forcing them to access water by lining up on streets and highways at water distribution sites. So in addition to filing a new complaint against Jackson under the Safe Drinking Water Act, the DOJ also reached an agreement in which they will establish a third-party monitor to ensure that the water is safe for human use. Just your typical richest country in the world problems. The January 6th committee is not the only committee in the House of Representatives that is doing big work these days. A new report by the House Select Committee on the Coronavirus Crisis has shed light on the process of the PPP program, revealing that tech firms that were contracted by the government were complicit in facilitating aid fraud while they collected billions of dollars in fees for their work. Here's what happened. In 2020, the Trump administration hired a small number of fintech companies to go through the PPP loan applications as quickly as they could. In doing so, these firms knowingly overlooked and ignored many instances of fraud so that they could get more applications done and therefore be paid more. And not only were they paid for processing the applications, but the firm's own operators may have secured fraudulent loans on their own. So the House Select Committee has been investigating this issue for the past 18 months. 
And in addition to learning that many of the companies involved in reviewing PPP applications had never managed federal aid before, they said that they were pressured to push through applications even though they seemed suspicious, like extremely suspicious, including applications with incorrect tax documents, mismatching names and addresses, stolen identities, and impossible profit margins. And while there is no official number yet on the total fraud losses, the Investigator General of the Small Business Administration has estimated that there could have been more than $4 billion in PPP-related fraud at the SBA alone, which doesn't even include all of the banks. I should add that by October of 2020, long before any of this fraud had even been investigated, 93% of PPP recipients had already had some or all of their loans forgiven. So there is your new anecdote for when you hear someone say that crime is out of control. If you've spent decades wondering why the Democratic presidential primary begins in Iowa, you can probably stop wondering now. Members of the Democratic National Committee voted on Friday to change the order of its primary calendar. The first primary state will now be South Carolina in early February, followed three days later by New Hampshire and Nevada, and then by Georgia in mid-February and Michigan at the end of the month. So yeah, Iowa is completely out of the top tier of early primary states with this new plan. However, this new schedule has not yet been officially adopted, and it requires those five early states to officially certify their new primary date by early January 2023, when the full DNC will vote on the new rules, which, by the way, are not inherently permanent. They will require the early states to reapply for that status every four years. There's also the question of whether New Hampshire will try to circumvent the plan and hold their own unsanctioned primary first. Classic middle child energy. And finally for today, Alex Jones has filed for Chapter 11 personal bankruptcy as a result of the approximately billion and a half dollars in damages that he owes for defaming the families of Sandy Hook victims. It's okay, Alex. Now you'll get to really see how easy it is to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Uncommon Goods. To get 15% off your next gift for this holiday season, go to uncommongoods.com morning. That's uncommongoods.com morning for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer at an amazing online store. Uncommon Goods, because we are all out of the ordinary. And if you want to put me on your gift list, leaving me a rating and review for the podcast would be completely priceless and you don't even need a discount code. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.